Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. A few days ago, we talked about the difference between monasteries and convents and cloisters. So you might ask the question, I see priests all the time. What do religious sisters do? Well, I look forward to having here in season three a few podcast episodes where we're going to have sisters on our podcast to really speak to their own spirituality within their own community. But today I want to answer that question in a very generic way, that even as a priest, I'm very much aware what sisters do, and thank God for the gift and vocation of religious life. Women are called to a special role in the church, and while it appears like men have the preference in the church, that's not the case. A female religious, a woman who's called to consecrated or religious life as a sister or a nun, has just as much importance in the church as a man does who's called to, say, be a priest or a religious brother. The roles, though different, are equally important. And religious sisters down through the centuries have done wonderful things for our church. Religious sisters are instrumental in the beginning of daycare centers and education centers, which we now call schools. It is the nuns who taught from Sunday to Sunday how we are to live as sons and daughters of God. Religious sisters were the church's first catechists in a formal way, teaching the faith to both children and adult alike. Religious sisters teach the importance of daily prayer, especially devotions like to the rosary, chaplets, religious education practices, moments of holy hours and adoration before Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament. The list goes on and on. Nuns were the ones who have started our hospitals in a formal way, caring for those who are sick. Sisters are the ones who started senior homes and assisted living quarters for those who are elderly and can no longer look after themselves. Religious life has and continues to be a very powerful and important part of the church. So you might say, well, if priests celebrate Mass, which, by the way, is the most important thing I do, but one small piece of my daily activities, what does a sister do? First and foremost, religious sisters are called to live in community. They belong to a particular religious order and often do not live on their own though there are some instances where a religious sister may have special permission given her ministry and work in the church to live in a separate apartment. But most of the time, sisters live, as we discussed, in convents or cloisters. First and foremost, they are the bride of Christ. In many religious communities, they wear a wedding band once they have made final vows to remind themselves and to others of their connection and union with Jesus as they are the spouse of Christ. Religious sisters make a formal commitment to daily prayer and throughout the day are found praying in community together for the church, for you, and for me. 
Religious sisters are also called to action, and many of them work in some of the areas which I've already discussed, in daycares, teach in schools, work in hospitals as chaplains and as nurses. Often many of them work in different capacities in chancery offices. They teach catechism. They run children's liturgy programs or RCIA programs. They help the elderly. They care for the sick. They visit the homebound and bring communion to those who are dealing with health issues. Sisters have many different important roles and have an important function in the church. While in some cases you might not see them in your own local parish, they continue to be instrumental in bringing the message of Jesus Christ to the world and also outlining the importance of women in the church. Indeed, women are not called to be priests, nor are men called to be religious sisters. Their role is distinctive, called by God, each of them in a very unique and profound way. I know growing up, religious sisters were a big part of developing my own spirituality. And I pray that if not in your own local parish, there is a community of nuns nearby that perhaps can also influence you in deepening your relationship with God too. Let's always continue to pray for religious sisters. Let us also pray for those who are committed and living in a cloister that never leave the convent and yet pray unceasingly for the goodness of the world and for each one of us that we may grow in our relationship with God and one day share eternal life with him in heaven. These nuns also pray for the reparation of sin and that God's mercy will fall upon those who love him and those who are far from him because of the obstacles of sin and temptation in their lives. Let's continue to pray for our sisters in faith. Let us also pray that many men and women answer the call to the priesthood, religious life, diaconate in our church, but specifically women. Perhaps you listening to this podcast right now, could God be calling you to be a religious sister? Take it to prayer. Perhaps visit a local religious community and see on their come and see weekends or their weekend retreats to properly discern and determine, could God be calling you to be a religious sister? Let's continue to pray for our sisters both those living in community and those with permission who live on their own, who continue to build the kingdom of God in our church, both globally and locally. Thank you, sisters, for all you do for us and for your commitment and witness and love of God. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.